0: Expert strategies with Joe Welliew. And Joe, we're at part three in the great series Opportunity or Destruction. Where are you gonna take us today? Part three is really the third component that I see as necessary to be successful and be in the opportunity column, not the destruction column. And that that is playing offense and driving growth. You have to come from that position, you have to have that mindset, and you have to grow, or you're going to go backwards. And So that's a really difficult thing when it might be a company out there saying, well, we're we're losing money or we're barely profitable or we're not profitable. And so I would challenge you and say there are people that were in the exact same scenarios that have went through and made some challenging decisions and optimize their organizations. In some cases saying, okay, do we really need all these layers of managers in this particular part of the company? And I'm not just talking sales and might be operations, wherever it is. And that might not be relevant to to your company. But in some cases, it absolutely is, right? Companies are not profitable because they've got redundant layers of people. And unfortunately, it's not a topic that people like to talk about, but it's pretty critical if you're wanting to run a profitable business and you're wanting to build something for the long term and, and be able to have a lasting company that has an impact, right? So playing offense and driving growth is really crucial. And I think step one of that is simply making sure your are best positioned to do that from a financial standpoint. And if you're not currently, make the changes that you need to make to make that happen. Right. And those are sometimes very difficult and uncomfortable things to do. But all growth and all great things happen when you're outside of your comfort zone. Right. That's what I always tell myself. And I tell a lot of our people that. And I think it's really true here push yourself outside the comfort zone, put your senior leadership team outside your comfort zone so that you guys can play offense and take advantage of this market and take some market share from a lot of the fallout that's going to happen. There's people that are simply not going to be able to serve their customers. I've heard people talking about, well, once losses are reported, there's warehouse lines that are going to get shut down in in the first quarter. I don't know if that's true or not, but if I'm running a company, I'm thinking about that and I'm saying, okay, well, I'm going to make sure that does not happen to us if possible and we're making alternative adjustments. And I'm going to be in a position to where I can benefit from that business that is lost from another company. I mean, the reality is, and I said it earlier. 1.6 trillion dollar industry. It doesn't it is not that different. Yes, refis are much much less and will continue to be, but there's still a hell of a lot of business out there. There's plenty. It's just getting more efficient, being more being more cost effective in your customer acquisition and really running your organizations at an optimal level. So Joe, what would you say step two in play offense and driving growth? Yeah, I think step two is making sure that your sales and marketing teams are in alignment. Marketing should be enabling and driving growth for sales. It shouldn't be a box that gets checked. Marketing should be a revenue driver. And in order to do that, you have to have things set up that way and you have to manage it that way, right? You have to have the automation happening for leads and you have to have the past customer, customer for life campaigns automatically going, putting those things in place and turning marketing into a revenue driver and making sure the sales team understands that, make sure they're aligned with that so that you have really what we call in the tech world, your go to market strategy is dialed in, right? And so most mortgage companies traditionally, marketing is not looked at as a revenue Driver in our business that is much different than that, and and I think the mortgage industry and banking industry as well has to go back to a position of looking at marketing as a revenue driver, not just a cost center. Um, oh, yeah. Making sure there's alignment there. That's that's great. So, what would step three be? Step three would be looking at your product and your pricing on that product to make sure that you're in sync with the market. You don't always need to be the most aggressively priced. That's one strategy or tactic that people use to gain market share, but it's not the only one. But I think you have to be in a reasonable shouting distance of the rest of the market. Mortgage is particularly competitive. You've got a lot of online tools right now where people can get rates. And they don't always have to have the absolute best rates. There's other factors there, but I think you have to be within shouting distance and making appropriate changes to your product and pricing so that you're in line with the market, so that your go-to-market team, your marketing and your sales team are armed with the best product and pricing that you can give them will in increase the amount of closed transactions and net new business. Okay. So we've been talking opportunity or destruction, and this piece is Play offense and drive growth. What are your final thoughts on this series? Because it's important. Yeah, I do genuinely believe that with great change, we're in a time right now that is extremely exciting in so many ways, unprecedented change. The amount of technology that has rolled out in how things have evolved over the last couple of years is mind-blowing if you look at the previous 10 years. Um, you've got AI coming on the scenes, you've got all this exciting stuff, but you've also got a lot of the old inefficiencies and heavy costs that are starting to catch up and raise their head because margins are are lower, right? People could get away with sort of being crappy at running the business, right? (laughs) I mean, it's true, right? I mean, there's no reason so many of these inefficiencies should be there, but there was so much business flying in that they could be bad at it essentially. And that's Mm -hmm. probably not fair. It's an overstatement because there's so many great companies out there. But I think looking at it and saying, which bucket do I want to be in? So many people have a great opportunity right now, but it's a lot of it is how you look at it and how you're going to approach it from a leadership side of things. The winners are are going to have a disproportional share of the market, the people that are going to take these steps and and really execute over the next six to 12 months.